The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Jean, I need a new um, show recommendation. Wow. See that? You do come prepared <laughs> with some good ones, uh, some good show recommendations. Well, um, I have a few that I've recently finished, so I'm going to give uh, three okay. show recommendations, okay? Silicon Valley, obviously. Okay, which we were is, talking, we've talked about before. Yeah. I've never watched it. It's an HBO show. It is, which basically, which which means out of the out of the box that it's quality. It's really, really yeah. good. But it's funny. It's great. Half an hour show takes place in Silicon Valley. I think it's in its third or fourth season now. Great show, so you want to watch that. Number two, Orphan Black. Okay. People were really, really into that like yeah. a year or two It's ago? the last season right now. So I've got the last season downloaded. I think there's only one episode left, so I haven't even started watching the last season yet. But it was, it is a such a great show. Um, and the, the lead actress in it, Tatiana Maslany, her name is, she plays like six different characters because it's, it's about clones is okay. what it is. Um, and it is, she's Unreal. She won an Emmy. She did. It. Finally. She should have won an Emmy every year. I mean, she is, you're going to watch the show and be like, I can't believe this, this woman. You, you can't even tell the difference, all the different characters that she and is. How, where do you get this? Is this Netflix or um, Orphan or? Black is BBC America. Oh, okay. And uh, I get it on Amazon. Like is I actually it British buy show? it. Yeah. It's a co-produced, I think, but it actually takes place in Canada. And all the main actors are uh, from Canada. So those are obviously so those are two I'm going to give you for right now. We can talk okay. about some more later. All right, good. I'm going to um, look into those. We'll be right back with our question. This is about when you're trying to hire someone mm. and you've got a lot of great candidates. Mm -hmm. Who do you hire? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by the Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, the Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out the Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. Okay, our first question is from... I always say first question, but we've changed the format. We're only answering one question yeah, per so episode. Yeah, okay. Now. Well, this is the first, it is the first question. Yeah, we're technically, technically yes. It's, it's our just first the and only last question. question. Okay, yes. fine. First and last. Okay. First and last question. This is from Faye in Clinton, New Jersey. She's an interior designer, and this is her question. I've met with candidates, reviewed resumes and portfolios, and called references. But I'm still not sure who I should hire. How do I know who will be the best person for the job? Well, Gene, you follow like a very like precise way of deciding. This, right? <laughs> oh yeah, very real procedurally or whatever. That's like it's funny when you ask that question. That's like saying like, how do I know what the weather is going to be in two weeks? You know what I mean? Or how do I know who's going to win the next election? How do I know whether the Red Sox are going to win the World Series? You know, I mean, in the end, I've I've just learned that you can do all the checking that you need to do, you read the resumes, you do the interviews, you, you look at the social media accounts, you you know, get the references. But in the end, it's the Larry David approach. Did you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, of course. So it was a hilarious show. And he keeps threatening to bring it back for another season, by the way. It's been off the yeah, air. In October. I think so. Is it coming back? And it's just such a funny show. And you know, the whole premise of the show is Larry David being, thinking that he's, you know, he's surrounded by lunatics, you know what I mean? And, and just as daily life and whatever. And th throughout the show, there's numerous times where people will say something to him and he doesn't know if they're 
being right with him or not, you know? Yeah. And they'll show him just sort of looking at that person in the eyes and they'll, <laughs> they'll hang with the camera for like a good like 10 seconds while he's just... Yeah, it's almost uncomfortable. Yeah, he's like looking at him and like, you can't see us because we're, we're on a podcast now, but you know, he's just staring into their eyes and like kind of questioning whatever because he's just, what he's doing, he's using the Larry David method. He's, he's used all other information and now he's basically saying, is this guy messing with me or not? Yeah. Can I trust this guy or not? And then in the end, He's making a judgment call. Mm -hmm. And that's what we all do when we when we you know when we hire people, um, we go through the procedures and there is no black and white answer as to how do I now know if this person is the right person? You got to look at the person and say, all right, based on this conversation with him, whatever is this? Is this somebody that I can trust? Is this somebody that I can rely on? Is this person messing with me or not? Um, and you're gonna you're gonna make a hunch. You're gonna take a guess. Now there is a way that you can hedge your bet, which has become more and more popular among a lot of my clients. A lot of times people bring people on on either a temporary or a contract basis. So you're still gonna have to fire them if they don't work out. Actually, but you but know, it's you it's say it is. It's like you say, okay, I'll tell you what. For the next sixty days. Uh, we're going to take you on as a contract person, which means we're going to pay you, you know, 1099. In other words, not on our payroll, but we're going to pay you whatever extra yeah. you agree on what yeah. they're going to be paid. And you come on in as a contract. We're going to do that for 60 days, 30 days, 90 days, whatever you feel comfortable with. And then you both mutually agree. If it's not working out after that period of time for either of us, then we can part ways and, and yeah. whatever. Um, but if if it is, you know, even early, if we fear, then we'll make you a full-time employee. And it is a little bit way to sort of hedge your bets a little yeah. bit if the employee is willing to uh, willing to do that. So many good candidates though. It's brutal. It's 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 really it it's just very very in the end you have to sort of just make that judgment call. I wish I could give you like a better answer than that, but there is no black and so white answer to that. In a, yeah, in, in the end it is it is in the end it's I always use I always put job qualifications aside because I always believe that people can learn yeah. to do pretty much anything. So in the end, it's like, who's the person in that I like and trust the most? Who would fit in here, I think, the best? And even that's tough to tell, you know what I mean? But that's that's how I usually use now, it. Now, how much stock do you put into references? I do put some stock into references. I think it's important to hear from other people. Um, a lot of times people blow off looking at references or calling up references. And I think it's, I also put stock into background checks. Mm -hmm. I do put stock into social media. Yep. Um, I never understood the whole social media. I'm not asking, I, I, I want to see like your, um, I, I enjoy seeing like who you're connected to on LinkedIn. I like to see what you're up to. I just had true story, true story. We've been looking for a marketing person to work with us. Um, and we had like three really good candidates and one of them, this just happened like a couple of weeks ago. Um, she's like a, a young girl. She's like in her twenties, but she got woman. it. She's a young woman. Sorry. Thank you. Um, she was very, very, she seemed like really talented, really good. She did a lot of stuff with social media and, uh, she actually like on her side, she like played in a rock band. She was, she was a little goth, but it was cool. You know, it was fine. Yeah, it was whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so you, know, we're as we're my friend Corey, uh, Corey, as I've talked about before, we're both Corey. Everyone of knows course Corey. Knows Corey. Come on, Corey. I said like, what do you think of this girl and and girl, this woman? Sorry. And Corey emails me like a couple hours later. And he's like, you might want to look at her Twitter photos. She has some topless photos <gasps> on her Twitter. Oh my god. Accounts. <laughs> and um, suffice it to say, 
Uh, that made the decision easier. It, yeah, right. we hired her immediately. No, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. No, I mean, it was like, you know, you got to be kidding me. Like, you know, you can't. So I'm a, we look at social media and that really does kind of factor in um, to a decision when you, when you kind of qualify people. Now, what now? if someone has their account locked down? Yeah, that's also another, like, people can ask, you know, to be in it. I actually am not, and I'm an employer, if somebody has got their Facebook page locked in, like nobody can see their activity or whatever's going on in Facebook, I don't think it's right for me to ask yeah, to no, unlock and, and it. I'm not your friend. I respect those people that lock it down. I mean, especially if you have kids and stuff. I like, agree. I agree. I mean, I, I don't like, who am I? I mean, like, okay, yeah. you're a prospective employee, but Facebook is your personal page. Yeah. So... I don't know. I mean, but I've tried in the sense of um, I've tried in the past. I've tried friending people in the past. <laughs> I've tried connecting to people on LinkedIn. Yeah. Some people will accept the connection or not. Um, I actually put a lot more um, priority on LinkedIn over Facebook, believe it or not. Mm. I like to see who people are connected to um, and who's in their community. Because sometimes I'm from Philly. So a lot of times you bump into mutual connections. Yeah. And I can, you know, I can use that you have from a, a reference base. I do. So I can, you know, there's there's a somewhat of a decent chance that somebody could be connected to somebody I know, yeah. and then therefore I can reach out. Do you know this person? You know, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, did, did this person show you any topless photos? <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. So anyway, that was a true story. Wow. Um, so anyway, so bottom line is you don't know. All you can do is is disqualify, get it down to the remaining people. Um, you know, and then just, you've got to make a judgment call over who you like the best and who you're going to trust the most. It's the Larry David method is what you're going to have to use. The Larry David method. You heard it here. The Larry, Larry David, David method. method. All right. We'll be right back with Jean's word of brilliance. Did you know that more than half of the small and mid-sized businesses that fall victim to a data breach close within six months? It's true. And it's not just big businesses that are targets for data breaches. Small businesses are actually more likely target because of their lower security. Luckily, Small Biz Ahead has you covered. Our new ebook, How to Safeguard Your Small Business from Data Breaches, will help explain all the ways you can help protect your company from data theft. You'll learn about daily habits that could be exposing you to a breach, how to help protect company and customer data and credit card information, how to train your employees to help prevent breaches, and what to do if a breach happens. Go to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. Okay, we're back with Jean's word of brilliance. Three words. Okay. Church of England. Okay. Church of England, which is, of course, the United Kingdom's main church. Yeah. It's called Episcopalianism in the in America. Episcopal rights, Church of England. I thought it was Protestantism in England, is it not? Okay, maybe I'm just no. it's Episcopalianism. Yeah. Is okay, so it's like sort of not as like the state sanctioned religion, but it kind of is. I mean, yeah. the Queen is a member of the Church of England. Anyway, she's the head of the church. Yeah, she's the head of the church. So there you go. It's 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 um so it's it's a big organization as you can imagine. Don't so, mess with the Queen, Jean. I'm not I'm not dissing the Queen, and I'm a huge fan of the Queen. As a matter <laughs> of fact, I think she's done a lot for the, the country. Worker. And that's another show you asked at the beginning about, like shows to recommend the Crown. Great show mm. to watch on AMC. I watch it. Although I feel like they focus too much on... Um, her and Churchill? No, they oh. focus too much on her husband, which I'm like, oh. I don't really care about him that Well, much. I don't know. Oh, I really enjoyed it. But anyway, Church of England is my, my words of the day. They're now accepting credit cards. What? Yeah. So if you want to go and you, you know, you're, you're giving money to the church or you're like the donate like when they take on Sundays, when you go in there for, um, you know, they, they pass around the plates, right. They still do that. 
They still do Let's that. Let's just clarify here for our <laughs> listeners that I'm Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> so whatever they do in these churches, they pass around this plate. It's and the offering. The offering, okay, and you put the money in. And the, Whereas in the Jewish religion, you pay like a membership fee to belong to a synagogue. It's a whole different thing. And then there's a lot I of... I thought that was called tithes? It could be. T- tithing? Yeah. Tithing. Tithing? I don't know. I don't know. So this tells you how much we know about religion. Bottom line is, listen... You, you belong to the Church of England. You well, go. I'm actually Episcopalian. Are you? Yeah. So do you go when you, do you go to church often? I go. Doesn't with, seem like you do. my mother. <laughs> do you, okay. And when you do, do you, do you put money in the So what my plate? parents do is they say at the beginning of the year, we're going to contribute however much money. And then they, they bring like a check or. Cash, oh, I say. And they put it in a little envelope with our family name on it. Okay. Say, so they do like on an annual basis. Yeah, that yeah, way they're yeah, not putting yeah. Anyway, now uh, in churches across England, um, they can do that. What you know, in advance. The priest comes around with like a. With Apparently, like mobile, they like have like a mobile point a- of sale device <laughs> with like a square reader and you literally swipe your credit card. And they're even considering taking Apple Pay and Samsung Pay and all of that. And when people hear that at first, you're like, is that you got to be kidding me? Like, that's whatever. That's smart. Come on, it is smart. I mean, first of all, who carries around the cash anymore, right? Yeah. And secondly, this is a... And no one has checks. No one does checks anymore. And then the Church of England is an organization like any other organization. They need funding to be able to, yeah. you know, pay their bills. Um, and now they see like a big source of their funding is going away because people don't carry on cash. So they're adopting to it. So first people were just shocked when, when they heard that news, like, Oh my God. But now, and I guess the reason why I, I like to bring that up from a small business perspective is there, here's the church of England. They've been around for hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. They're adapting to 2017. They see their customer base and they have less cash and more credit cards and mobile devices. So this is the Church of England. This isn't exactly Google here, but they're adapting. And I say the same for any of my clients and people that run businesses. You've got to make sure that you're able to accept payment in any way or form that your customers yeah. want to make it if you want to continue to That's grow and stay in business. I love those. And I know I always get the terminology wrong, but those mobile payment apps where you can just pay someone via their mobile phone? Sure. Yeah. Like Venmo, first of all, first of all, is, yeah. the, is, is the greatest. Now, Venmo is a limited payment that you may, you can make. Um, but God, I have so many small business owners that use Venmo. If you're collecting 50 or 100 or, you know, you know, $200 at a time. Um, in addition to that, of course, there's Square, which is the credit card reader. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then we just, and we had the guy on from uh, PayPal uh, yeah. recently and, and, uh, yeah, you can use PayPal to use do PayPal it. to do all that stuff to pay. And, and it's just what your customers, you gotta, you gotta adapt. You gotta adapt. I work with a small business. This drives me, I love them. They're great, but their payment system drives me crazy. We have a similar situation. They, um, it's actually, uh, you always make fun of me when I mention my dog, but it's a dog walking oh, service. Of course. What a surprise. It's a dog and walking. you make your reservation, you pay a 50% deposit. How? Credit card? Credit card okay. over the phone. Right. And then when they come, there's no way to pay them. So the other half, so you have to call the office again and pay the second oh half. Oh my gosh, that's so annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah. That's... And they think they're being, I think they think they're being really helpful because you can pay over the phone. But oh. it's like, no, just let me pay. Now our dog walker, who is awesome, and you know, she comes a couple times a week if we're not around or whatever. So we're always leaving her out a check. And this woman, like, she's, yeah, this woman's like 35, 40 years old. Yeah. And then finally we're like, you know, Kristen, why don't you use, she has a bunch of clients. Why aren't you using Venmo? You know, and she was like, Venmo, what's that? And it's free. 
And I forget what the oh, limit it's free? is. It's Venmo is free. That's why all oh, the college wow. kids use it. And you can use there's a there's a limit of cash collections. Like you can't accept five thousand dollar payments on it. There's something I think there's a yeah. daily limit to it. So correct me if I'm wrong, but but for in her case, she's collecting ten bucks here, fifteen bucks yeah, there, yeah, ten yeah, bucks yeah, there. Yeah. Um and she collected she is up on Venmo. And we were recently talking to her. She was like, it's like changed my life. I like I tell my clients, go on Venmo, you can connect to it very yeah. easily. And then people just, you know, they send me my $10 on them. She has the cash immediately. She's not chasing down people for checks. Yeah. And her customers really appreciate it. And she has a lot of millennial customers as well who are, she comes into work. Like, dogs of course for, I have them. Yeah. Everybody's Duh. got it. So I don't know, getting back to Church of England, I just, I just, the point is old school. You can't get it more older school than yeah. that. And nope. here they are taking mobile payments because they, they get it. They are, they are adjusting to 2017. You should be too. They're with it. It's cool. Church of England. All right, we'll talk to you in a couple days. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.